From Noble Robot on East Hennepin Avenue in Ranked, Minneapolis, this is Nice Games Club, the show where nice game devs talk gaming and game development. I'm Ellen Burns-Stompson, and I make nice games. I'm Steve McGregor, and I make nice games. And I'm Arthur Croy, I too make nice games. This week, we're back to the drawing board for another Nice Thinking, where one of your hosts or nice guests brings an idea into the clubhouse to workshop on air. And so, if everyone's ready, let's start. So, real quick... Belated happy birthday to Ellen. Right. Yay, thank you. <laughs> it's not technically your birthday yet, though, right? Cause... No, it is. It is. It is. I mean, by the time of this recording, it has passed. Oh. Yes. As Well, no. So we are sitting here right now on yes. June 6th recording, yes. and yes. my birthday is June 3rd. So oh, it was oh we did Friday. miss it. Oh, I'm sorry. We did oh. miss it. No. Now I feel bad. Don't. Oh, so you earlier when we put this in the notes and I was feeling bad and you were all, you know, uh, whistling a tune over there. <laughs> of course, as I do. Because you didn't realize. I didn't realize. How terrible we had been. That's to a our momentous colleague. occasion, Ellen. Yeah. That's, that's. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure. So sorry. Yep. Now, <laughs> now, I'm definitely not at the point where like, I'm at the point now where it's like, oh, another birthday. <laughs> that's fair. Well, enough about that. So. I'm not going to do the math, but it's your birthday pretty soon. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, okay. Yes, it is. My birthday is someday in June. Um, uh, I'm sure some listeners know when that birthday is, but I, I humbly request that you do not reveal that to listeners, to other listeners. <laughs> I feel like we should say it, but then in, we should edit like a bleep. <laughs> yeah. It's June. Bleep. <laughs> well, I'm not going to reveal any numbers, but all three of us are rounding some big round numbers pretty soon. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, it's um, I'm I'm gonna be turning old. I don't know. <laughs> That's not a good way to describe okay. it. Okay. No. If you're turning old, that you means your that we're already officially old. old. Already yeah. old. We reject this premise. Yeah. You look who you're talking to. You don't yeah, have okay. anything to complain about. Fair enough. Fair Sit enough. Down. <laughs> okay. Never mind. You have almost a decade less to complain about. Still, still young. Still young. Still kicking. Right. Uh, yep. You're you're the baby of the of the show. It's true. The I am baby, baby of the clubhouse. <laughs> little, little baby Steven. <laughs> oh. oh goodness! <laughs> oh wow, yo. Well, in less frivolous news, um, let's do a little pandemic check-in. Yeah. Uh, headline is: I was sick on my birthday. Hey. <laughs> it finally got. Yeah. You. Huh? It finally got you. It finally got me. It finally got me. I I have not had COVID yet until this last week. Um, came down with some sniffles or whatever and you never know because like the symptoms are so all over the place oh right? yeah and with um, we're all vaccinated so, so it's unpredictable as well you, yeah you don't yeah. actually know it and it has nothing to do with your your relative health in other areas you don't know wh- when you get it if you're going to be detectable or transmissible or sick it, it's just there's way more variables that we don't yeah. know these days mm-hmm. yeah so what happened um my i had some my parents went over to a wedding on the East Coast oh. and my parents have been vaccinated and boosted and boosted again because they're yeah. in the age group that they could get another, however many boosters you can get. They have the maximum number of boosters. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, it was a pretty thoroughly vaccinated group, but there is still some contact spreading. But I didn't learn about this until after I had already contracted it. And um, you did a little bit it, of tracing for yourself. What was that? You did a little bit of contact tracing yourself. Well, I was trying to figure out where I got it from because yeah. I, you know, yeah. don't, I work from home and I 
don't do a lot of grocery shopping because we just do it like once a week or whatever when we need to. And yeah, those duties get traded around. So I hadn't, hadn't really been out having any substantial contact with anybody who I knew was sick. Right. So um, discovered that it was because my parents had gone to the wedding and they had um, been exposed, but they never got sick. They never showed any symptoms. Mm. So because it's been such a long time since I had my booster, that's why I think I came down with it. Yeah. And we all got together last week before you found out. Right. And so when yeah. you did, you let all you let us know. We, were, we watched Star mm-hmm. Trek last week together. Um, and uh, uh, we've all tested negative. Um, mm-hmm. I've been testing the last couple of days. I've got mm-hmm. two days left according to my like good guide of how many days in a row to test. Um, but we were definitely exposed because yeah. Ellen was oh, with yeah. us and you were incubating at the time. But you weren't sick mm-hmm. yet. So it's likely yep. that we just got less of a thing. And then whatever randomness in ours, there's really no... I mean, it easily could have, you know, because that's the thing about it is now is there's just there's so many more variables we just don't know about. Yeah. And, and the as much as we I know personally, I'm still I was thinking like, oh, I well, for the, as long as I'm testing every day, I'm going to stay even further away from people. But there actually isn't any further away from people I can be. Mm. Um, yeah. Except for the, the, the people who I've led into my circle. So right. the two of you and um, and a couple of other close friends and my nearest family who I actually am not, not seeing very often. For th- that reason, mm-hmm. um, they've mm-hmm. all got it twice. So that's a whole story. Yeah, <laughs> but oh. um, so I steer it a little bit clear. But um, th- th- we just have knowledge the world is a little bit more open, but we're also way more protected. Right. So it's like this weird balance. We just don't know the, the figure anymore. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's really frustrating. Yeah, it's been miserable. I mean, so I started feeling sick on Wednesday. Tested on I think I tested on Thursday, and then everybody know. I think that's what happened. I don't remember the mm-hmm. timeline. It was really soon. I think after yeah. Yeah, well, I didn't wait, right? As soon as I started feeling like this was actually, I'm actually getting sick, I tested right away. And it was a big old fat red line. <laughs> oh, wow. Positive. Yeah. Yeah. Like, no no question at all. It was like immediate. <laughs> like, you just drop the dropper, you know? Yeah. yeah. You know how these work now. Yeah. You, you just drop the liquid on there and you're supposed to drop six drops. The first drop, it immediately turned red. I'm like, oh, oh okay. Oh, wow. Oh, dang. So I'm okay. Sick. You, know, yeah. I, you know, you read the um, instructions and they're like, look for the faintest of lines. And so mm-hmm. I'm taking my glasses off and putting under a bright light and just staring down at it. Yeah. Because I don't know what a positive test looks like. Yeah, yet. yeah. <laughs> but at least, it's, I, but it can, but it can look faint or yeah apparently it can be anything but you you got the the notice right away it was very it was very clear so i don't know if i just like did a really good job of jamming the thing in my nose <laughs> or um or if just like hypersensitive dye but there was absolutely no question um so yeah it's something i let everybody know but the, the next two days after that were absolutely miserable yeah um so i can't imagine like having not been vaccinated yeah. well you <laughs> i know, just the thing feel is, so bad you did get i mean you're not over it yet but you it, that yeah. was 6 days ago that you were in contact with us and you were you know you were able to remotely we should let listeners know you're on you're here on the show yeah um yeah. um you're not you're not here with us <laughs> <No>. <laughs> but so i mean it um you know these thing you know when you have it it can come and go a little bit but it's nice to know that it didn't knock you out for too long yeah, so I, without going into too many details, because this isn't, you know, it's not the Ellen was sick show. But, we don't need um, to hear about all the phlegm in, mm-hmm. in detail. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um, you know, it was pretty miserable. So I just spent a lot, for like Friday and most of Thursday and all of Friday and most of Saturday just in bed um, watching lots of TV. I watched all of Bridgerton. I caught up on season three of Legendary on HBO. Um, we binged, binged the dinosaur show on Apple TV. Okay. And severance. Like, we just watched a bunch of TV. Yeah. Eric got sick, too, right? Oh, he, yeah. He's my husband. He lives with me. He got sick, too. Right. Yeah. Makes sense. 
so it was just really, really low key weekend as it should have been. And I drank tea. I think I drank tea at like the rate of 12 ounces of tea an hour for the entire weekend <laughs> while I was awake. Oh, and great. I think that was a big factor in, in mm. helping things get better quickly. Yeah. What's this dinosaur so. show? Yeah, I don't know. I've heard a couple of people mention it, but I don't know what you're Prehistoric planet. Oh, so it's like a David Attenborough thing? It is, oh, yeah. It's okay. da- with David Attenborough, yeah. Oh, okay. oh. He, like <laughs> They set this whole thing. It's just like a standard, like a BBC, like Planet Earth mm-hmm. documentary, except for it's the prehistoric planet, and all the animals that they have in there are digital. <laughs> but like generate, like planned and, and illustrated and everything with the latest yeah, science. Yeah. So like- the dinosaurs that have feathers, they have really solid evidence that those dinosaurs had those types of feathers. Right. Oh, cool. Um, the, the T-Rex is chonkier, <laughs> kind of pudgier, and it's very cute. Awesome. Yeah. That's pretty good. I mean, just to keep the top of the show going further, we're talking about TV shows. I started watching The Man Who Fell to Earth, mm-hmm. um, which is on Ooh. Showtime. That's like the service the least people have. Um, oh, yeah. yeah. But my parents have it, so... <laughs> but did did either of you see the original movie the 1976 film i didn't Um, know it's based off a a, a novel from the 60s okay but it's about an alien who falls to earth and uh, um falls to earth he comes to earth to (laughs) um to save his planet which is in a drought right Mm. so it's it's kind of a mid-century environmentalism kind of uh, a trend okay um but he falls victim to human uh, foibles and vices and it's like a tragedy and um the 1976 film um, it, it really raised, like certain adaptations really raise the profile of this story. The novel is less revered than the movie and mm. it starred David Bowie. It was his first major acting role. And wow. of course, if you're going to hire, if you're going to cast an alien who is like, uh, you know, uh, dying of, of thirst from a, a, a planet-wide drought in 1976, you're going to cast the Thin White Duke. <laughs> <You know? Yeah. laughs> And um, it, it became part of like the Bowie mythos. Um, mm. Two of his album covers are screenshots from that movie. Oh, and wow. hmm. and before he died in 2016, he he um, he helped produce a play, uh, a, a a Broadway a musical uh, um, that was a, a, a sort of a sort of a spiritual sequel to it. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, this TV series is a Showtime show, um, and it's also a sequel to the movie. Oh. Um, which is really hmm. interesting, and it's very, very good. The cast hmm. is great, and I've been putting it off for a while, but it seems totally up my alleys. But, yeah. but you know, it's Showtime. I'm not going to watch Showtime every week, so yeah. it took me a while to get around to it. Um, but I just went through like six episodes the last couple of days. Really, really good. Okay. And because it's so tied to David Bowie, mm-hmm. like every the title of each episode is the name of one of his songs. Oh, that's and, well, and that's every cool. now and again you'll hear lyrics. Just very. I mean, I notice it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, you they, would. They try to be subtle, but yeah. like I notice it. Yeah. Um, that's how tied this story is to David Bowie's entire mythos. Very interesting. That's cool. Um, anyway, really good. Just. It was on my mind. <laughs> okay, cool, cool, cool. That's awesome. I haven't been watching much else, yeah. <laughs> so I don't have anything to bring to the table, I guess. Well, we've been but, watching the, all the new Star Trek that's out, that's and, and you really like the new Star yeah. Trek. Oh, gosh, yeah. Um. Oh, yeah, I'm not... Well, uh, we talked about it before, but I think... Right. Um, but, but I was going to say that the Orville yeah. also started back up. It did, right. So, okay, the gag on the show is I don't like Star Trek, right? Right. Pull back the curtain a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I, I like Star Trek. Shocker a lot. I can't believe it. Yeah. Um. Okay, so yeah. Folks, uh, folks, we got them. 
<laughs> yeah, admittedly, it's because of Mark that I like Star Trek. It's not just I didn't just like Star Trek. My favorite thing moment. about the saga of you and Star Trek is that I think you told your parents that some guy was making you watch Star Trek. Yeah, and then they started watching Star Trek. <laughs> well, no, they liked Star Trek beforehand. They yeah. were they've they've been Trek. They started binging, but they started rewatching. Yeah. Oh yeah, they started rewatching all the shows. They they uh, recently last time I talked to them, they were rewatching. Um, the like the second season of Picard or something, yeah, or the first season or something mm-hmm. like that. Um, um, at any rate, yes, uh, Strange New Worlds is you know running now, and that's been very good, like extremely good, like best Star Trek I've watched. <laughs> good, like it's really good. Um, and then yeah, the Orville is it just started up last week. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess for listeners, it'll probably be a few weeks now, so you could you have more episodes to watch if you want to watch the Orville. And I mean, I like the Orville a lot, so. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying that too. Mm-hmm. I, I kind of want to go back and watch the old, uh, the older, uh, the previous The seasons. first two series. Yeah. 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 The whole thing's on Hulu now. So, mm-hmm. and that's your, that's your streamer of choice. It is. Yes. <laughs> um, so yeah. Um, but those have been good. Um, yeah, I've enjoyed those quite a bit. Mm-hmm. It's true. That's true. Uh, should we get into the, we've the, put it off long of it? enough. Yeah. Let's we do could it. put it off a little more, though. <laughs> no, because then we talk more about Star Trek, and then the gag is lost. <laughs> um. Yes. Okay. So our nice thinking this time is an indie game tournament. What does that mean, listeners? It's a good question. You're going to discover it with us as we discuss it here. <laughs> I I have the same question. Okay. Yeah. Good. <laughs> Um, so some background on this. Yes. Right. Yeah. Do you want to give us a background, Mark? Uh, yeah, sure. Okay. okay. So, um, I, I'm, I'm making, I'm making this topic Stevens because <laughs> this is a thing I think he wa- he is most invested in doing. Mm. Um, but, um, it's something that we sort of talked about recently together. Um, uh, our local IDGA chapter, you know, we do our three events each, each month mm-hmm. and we went around to a couple of, of, um, uh, um, um, venues to talk uh, with the people who run those places about going back to in-person events. Yeah. So this is still pandemic update, I guess. Um, and that's a whole conversation that the board is having about, you know, wh- what we're going to do, what form it's going to take, how we make sure that we keep the online component that we fostered for the past two years mm-hmm. working, sort of make it a hybrid thing. It's a whole deal. Yeah. Anyway, w- we went to this uh, place locally, um, and I'll, I'll, I'll talk more details once we go further down the road with this. But we also we were talking to them. They were ta- they do tournaments, and 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 we thought it would be a really good uh, venue for an indie game tournament, which is something we've kind of always wanted to do in this community. Mm. For two reasons. One, it's like a fun social event for the our community. Yeah. But also, it's a way to promote our games to the gamer audience right. in, in the city. Yeah. Which is not mm-hmm. something – there's not a lot of crossover because there's not a lot of reason for that, right? right. It's mm-hmm. always fun when someone who's just interested in video games comes to one of the events that the, the dev community puts on. Yeah. Because then that, that is a person is a future dev, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but – but we haven't really tried. I mean, it's not. It's kind of a waste of effort to just try to blend those things because they're two different purposes, right? Because I mean, we do dry, dry technical talks at these things. Yeah, so exactly. It's yeah. very fun for those of us who are there, but we're not. We're not expecting someone who is, you know, a gamer to really be engaged by that. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're not. We don't cater to those people. But that's an audience that we would really appreciate. One, we love having those folks for playtests. Yes, they're really valuable because devs are. They give good feedback, but not the feedback we're looking for. Right. Yep. Um, but a tournament would be a good way to to do a little bit of that. But now that some of the games that we've made have been released, and we we are now not just 
game developers, but we are now proprietors. We, we, have, we actually have wares to sell these days. Mm-hmm. A lot of us do. Um, this would be a good way to to promote the local uh, local games in our community. And it seems like now is maybe the first time it feels like we could really do it. Yeah. Hmm. But I don't have any one. It it's not my scene. Like I'm not. I don't love competition. I I, I made a game that is a competitive game, but like I'm not that interested. And so I feel like I'm a bad avatar for this idea. And that's where I come in. That's exactly right. Because <laughs> I think it would be a good thing for us to do as a community, but yeah. I don't feel equipped to do it right. Yes. Um. And yeah. So I, the, the, I've been thinking about this um a bit. Uh, you know, after we talked about it. And I think that like, you know, we do have some games. I think that the part of the issue that we have initially right now is that like a lot of our games, a lot of the games that we are working on aren't like, aren't competitive competitive in in, like, they're not like fighting games or, or, or MOBAs or whatever. Understandably, we're not making MOBAs. They're not what Steven would describe as good enough. Okay. (laughs) 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 <laughs> cool cool i'm i'm really looking forward to all of the messages i'm going to get in the future how did that bus feel steven uh, <laughs> i mean I, great. I, I noticed you're not protesting well, okay hold on <laughs> the, what i'm saying is is they don't have like hmm, how do i describe this i'm trying to think of okay 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 i'll take vengeance for instance then i can talk about myself right in a bad way yeah uh uh <laughs> Vengeance is not really it's it, it has like competitive drive things going on in it. Yeah. But it's not a competitive game. It's built to be cooperative. Everybody's supposed to be working together. And you like competing with another person in the most damage dealt or what have you, um, ultimately helps the team. So it isn't really meant for people to like actively compete in a tournament and win prize money or what have you. Right. Right. Um But were we to put Vengeance in in, in a tournament setting? Um, you know, we'd have to tool, we'd have to change the rules of how Fingence works or yeah. what we're scoring Fingence based off of in order for that to work. And you feel that it's not enough to set ground rules at the event. You feel you need to make a special build. For no, this. no, 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 no. I, I don't, I don't, I don't think that's the case. Cause oh, okay. I, I, cause well, I mean, I come from, um, Super Smash Brothers yeah. and like Smash is, you know, they're notorious for creating rules in order for that game to work in a competitive sense. Yeah. Um, so I think that it makes total sense for us to develop rules that will work for competitive. Right. That um, you just purposes. put on a flyer and hand out. Yeah. That should be fine. And mm-hmm. as long as they have, in order for us to do that, though, we need people to enforce that. The way that Smash does it and the way that I think other fighting games do it as well. Yes, Ellen. <laughs> Gotta cut you off. Ellen's got I'm talking a lot. Out. Yes. <laughs> Well, I I actually I don't I don't want to interrupt your thought too much because I wanted to take a couple steps back. Oh, sure. And ask some questions about the event overall. Is oh, that yes, okay? yes, yes, yes. Please do. Okay, so we kind of started with this, like, yeah, let's think about an indie game, t- game tournament. But I mm-hmm. want to step, you know, more strategic for a second and okay. and ask the question, you know, what what is the goal of it? It sounds like you want to make an event. Yeah. What's the goal of your event? Community engagement. With gamers, the the understanding I have, and I guess the way I would think of it is, yeah, to get gamers, people who are playing games but are not interested in making games or or interested in the development process of games really in, at all, to play our yeah. games and be excited about our games and come to some of the events, um, because not all of the IGDA events or you know other events held here um, in the game dev scene are purely for developers right like playtest yeah. like i think you, you brought up playtest like yeah, that would yeah. be huge to have 
gamers come in who like you know participate in some of these tournaments they're like wow this game is really cool when is it going to come out or whatever mm -hmm. uh, and then they come to playtest and give that developer feedback that'd be super valuable um mm -hmm. so we're looking to help we're looking to help you know drive that more with with this kind of an event yeah I, it, right there's a right. couple of different couple of different goals so like the 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 goal that's like tangential would be promoting the IGGATC chapter mm -hmm. and so this this is an organization that puts on events like this and hey you're here for this but check out this other stuff we do yeah that's essentially that's the 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 maybe least effective uh outcome but still something that's potential there's some potential there yeah but I think it's about promoting the games that are part of the tournament I think that's the biggest one it, one to actually sell copies, mm -hmm. but also um, to uh, raise awareness of the community so that, oh, I played this local game at a tournament and it was way cooler than I thought a local game could be. Yeah. And two years later, I bought a different local game because I had that seed in my head. Yeah. So it's not always a direct, you know, engagement uh, consumer funnel, mm -hmm. but um, I think we can more than just the people who show up word of mouth is it's something we could attract press yeah right we can we can get coverage in local media um and you know mm -hmm. perhaps uh, uh enthusiast media that is not local mm -hmm. um depending on what it you know what kind of novelty we can bring to and what might interest someone who might want to write about it yeah um i think that's i would guess that's the prime goal yeah but i mean we haven't written any of this down yet right right of course <laughs> we're, we're well, all now we're recording it well we are recording it that's a good point <laughs> Does that answer your question, yeah. Ellen? Does that help? I think so. I, okay. Yeah, I just wanted to hear you guys talk about it a little bit because I'm thinking like, okay, my conference brain is atrophied, right? Especially because of the last two years. Right. Yeah. Um, GDC, I think, did a whole bunch to get it back in back in shape. Mm -hmm. But it was kind of like, I was, it was like, that felt a little bit like the... Um, couch to half marathon experience. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. I haven't been going to conferences in two years and here and now let's go to a GDC where there are 10,000 people. Yeah. But when I'm thinking about the conferences and events I've been to locally in the past decade or so, yeah, I don't really think of, I mean, there's summer games done quick, right? But that's, mm -hmm. that's speed running it. That's a little different than a tournament. Yeah. And in Summer Games Done Quick is more of a showcase of speed running communities rather than like right. a comp. I mean, like there are, have been some situations where like people get um, world records during yeah. Summer Games Done Quick. Or there'll be one on one or small, yes. like maybe two tier tournaments. But yeah. it's all that's arranged in advance. You don't, no one can just go and sign up to play. Yeah. And like right. that. Yeah. It, so it serves a different purpose. It's not really a competitive yeah. scene. Um, but it's also not competitive in the way that, like, you know, your local Overwatch event is mm. just filling in Game X. I don't really know. <laughs> That's one of them. <laughs> you know, or, or League or yeah. any of the other sort of traditional esports, yeah. right? Where, mm -hmm. where there are teams fielded, right? Yes. Yeah. Where things are taken, in my opinion, way too seriously. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Send your letters to me on that one. But, <laughs> but, I, I, but you know, um, when we were talking to the folks at this venue, yeah. they were saying that, you know, that they, they do some real, they do training events. Like they mm. do, they take it really seriously. And like, and you know, and I have to respect that even though it's like not my scene. Mm. But one of the things they also say is like, apart from that, to keep the community alive, they do more casual events. Yeah. And, and so like, you know, Melee is one of them where they just have smash tournaments every Friday, just show up and play. Mm -hmm. It's more social. And I feel like that would be much closer to what we would want to do. Yeah. Just by virtue of the fact that 
most people will have not heard of these games when yeah. they show up, like most likely. Hmm. Um, that it would be much more of like a, a, a block party environment yeah. uh, than a sporting event yeah. environment. Right, yeah. That's, uh, and that's a, that's a good point. That's but that changes point. how the event is run and, mm. you know, what, what kind of announcement, you know, how is it like, you know, because there's people who are there for esports, they have some tolerance for like waiting for, you know what I mean? Like, because they're invested yeah. in a certain way. Yeah. Um, and so this is the, this is where my, my, where it hits, I hit the brick wall of like knowledge and like I, I would just have to just guess how to run an event like well, this. Well, that, okay. So that actually helps me put things in perspective because yeah. like, you know, you, you say tournament, I'm thinking, you know, as competitive as possible, I'm thinking we got referees, we're making sure that they're, you know, people are like, if, if, if something goes to time, like the game stops, people put their yeah. controllers down or, you know, you get disqualified. If they don't show up at a certain time, you get disqualified. There's a lot of reasons for why you can get disqualified at a tournament. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, I mean, I, I'm not saying it'd be so casual as it would be like having friends well, over on a, on a absolutely, Friday. Absolutely. But, but like, you know, having, creating rules, those rules will set the scene. Yeah. Right. So yeah. like if you make, if you make rules that make it feel like a really important event or really really serious event people will take it super seriously yeah and that might not be the what what we want to cultivate for such an event would, right would that be kind of a fun kind of tongue-in-cheek way to treat it oh like like to sort of like almost play act it as a real serious thing maybe even have like a really big prize mm. like but but the games it's themselves are not like people are playing them blind and yeah i mean would that would that be something that would be interesting or because one of the things i'm trying to think about for this is mm -hmm. what other than it being locally made games, yeah. what is interesting about this event? Sure. Like what well, what could what could attract people that could that might that might actually convince them that they're gonna see something new when they show up? My okay, so my first hmm. thinking when you brought up this event is what was it, Nintendo World Championship or whatever? Yeah, yeah. Where like, you know, you play random Nintendo games. And I'm thinking of the movie too. I think in in the movie, like they played an unreleased version of Super Mario Brothers three or something, right? Well, that's what that's what the plot of the movie was. But oh, if you yeah. watch that movie, he knew how to play that game, right? <laughs> <laughs> that's a whole other story. <laughs> yeah, yeah. People that. my age, in particular, have like a chip on their shoulder about that. <laughs> that's funny. Um, but ultimately, what we could do is something like that, where you know, we tell people they're playing indie game tournaments. Yeah, and or they're playing indie. I mean, like he tournament. found the white block secret <laughs> oh, like Mark. right away. Uh huh. Yeah. And you're like, that's not. There's no way. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Go on. <laughs> that's a separate. Well, well, that's Patreon content. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so so yeah, we can have like. Effectively, like we won't tell the players. We'll tell the players they're playing an indie game, and we'll tell them it's you know competitive, and the the prize is fifty bucks or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, actually, I guess we were thinking about like giving out Steam codes. That probably makes more sense. I mean, I feel like the it would be so easy to do that. Just give everybody copies of the games. Yeah, but I obviously we are trying to maybe make some sales. Yeah, I would think that the winner would get you know free copies, but mm -hmm. I, I would think there'd be other things like you know we'd have like a a um. A couple of games of chance or something where you can, oh. everyone gets one shot and you know little things like that to give away free copies. Yeah, but it would actually be nice to have some kind of prize, either like a physical prize, like some tchotchke mm -hmm. that is has some value, um, or I mean even like like an Xbox Series S or something. You oh, know, like, you know, like something that actually has some real value. Yeah, so that that a sponsor could help pay for. Yeah, okay. Or a cash prize that would be you know uh, that would actually get people to show up and then they could and then once they're there. Yeah. Oh, these games. Well, and I mean, 
uh, like uh, it's a side benefit. Like you know, if people are really taking your game seriously, they're going to learn your game. They're going to learn the ins and outs and the exploits and such. Yeah. So like you'll get some interesting feedback from that yeah. as well. If oh, we, would, especially if we record it, would it be interesting to do like a like if it was an evening event uh-huh. to have like an hour or two of free play oh, on a bunch so of machines so that, that people could actually. At least convince yeah. themselves that they're practicing. Yeah, like you know, it would all in the end there wouldn't be you know it would be a little bit of a farce. But uh, I think that's valuable. I yeah. think that's valuable to do. That that brings up something I wanted to raise, yeah. and that and that is something that's inherently different about what you guys are describing to what most people like what I think them what the experience of most tournaments would be. Right? Yeah. People know what, when they're signing up for something for Smash or for League or for you know. Overwatch or whatever, they know what they're playing and they're probably really well practiced yeah. at it. Like, yeah. I don't play those games very much. I would be very bad at it to the point where, like, I probably wouldn't sign up for a tournament because mm. what's the point? It'd be fun to go and watch and to cheer on some people that I know. Sure. Like, but I'm not necessarily signing up for that. And the trick about doing what you guys are describing so far is that how am I, as a player who maybe has done tournaments, I also don't know anything about this game. So like, am I signing up for a game that I wouldn't like? Like the yeah. the the, yeah, the I, fact that I don't know what I'm going to be playing. That's kind of why the prize I think, I think is 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 the draw of for to, for some folks. Okay, I think I imagine some people would show up just to see a bunch of new games. Yeah, you know we we can't totally yeah, discount yeah. that possibility. Mm-hmm. But this kind of comes from like maybe it's just my idea, and maybe this is. Maybe this is just backwards or old fashioned, but the idea of what, like what 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 where people were like, I'm good at video games. I'm gonna mm-hmm. sign up for this. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. that used yeah. to be kind of a thing, right? Where you know, like uh, 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 arcade tournaments in the '80s, you know, the people practicing. But a lot of times, it really was just like there's like these six arcade games, and people were just good at video games or whatever. You know, yeah. you have people specializing or whatever. But like, mm-hmm. it just feels a little bit, a little more carnival environment, I guess. Sure. But like, is that are people not interested in that? I don't know. I I too don't know. Oh, well, okay. So I I I think of other tournaments, um, like big tournaments, like like Combo Breaker or Evo or something. Yeah. Um, there's oftentimes plenty of side tournaments with like you know quite small games where people will join. Yeah. Um, and I, I I think they have you know I don't think they have like big prize pools or anything like that mm-hmm. but they'll have some you know they'll have prize money um and people will sign up for it because they think that the game is fun or it looks interesting or their friends are joining it or what have you mm-hmm. um and i think a lot of the skills a lot of the skills you learn in 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 any fighting game will transfer over to other fighting games um so i think people will feel comfortable like joining those side tournaments even though they never they haven't actively played that particular game Oh, okay. So I think that that kind of stuff can still have a place. Yeah. Um. But I think I think that it's true that like, especially if you don't know what game you're signing up for, it's hard. Uh, like, it's hard to be. It's hard to feel like you have a shot at winning. And like the, the games we have here are, you know, varied. Um, yeah. So like, yeah. which which would make the event interesting. Right? So you need to structure but, it like you really couldn't do like any single elimination thing because no, would, oh, yeah. that would just feel un unfun. Yes, to, you know, I mean, the person who win would really enjoy themselves. I imagine, right. and it'd be fast. Yeah, and it would. Be, you don't want that at all, right? You want yeah. you want something that's yeah. You want to motivate people to like play, and you want to have a structure in which they um like all the games get played yep. as you go up the chain. Well, so what I was thinking is around Robin, the way you're describing yeah. it almost too. Is it, so you you affect you play against um everybody else in the pool and you're you know whoever gets the most points 
or whoever gets the points up to a certain rank yeah. uh goes to the next round if you don't get enough points then you you know you lose um or you're out that round but you get to play a bunch of that game yeah 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 um, yeah and I think that would work. Like I'm imagining, so I'm imagining maybe the first round is elementals, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and that's you know those those games are pretty fast paced. Um, yeah. And so and so but, for listeners, elementals is like a four player brawler, yes, smash ish. Yeah, but it's it's sort of mm-hmm. uh, heavy metal themed. Yeah, um, it's coming to Switch real soon. Yeah, um, it came out on PC maybe two years ago. Mm, Time is ago. an illusion. Yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, it's, it's four player, single screen yep. battle game. A lot of fun. Yes. Um, and so like that's easy to pick up. It's easy to pick up. Yes. And so like, that would be a good starting game for people to play And I can imagine because those rounds are so quick, mm-hmm. uh, games, you know, like it would not be too long for people to go through a round robin for everyone to play against everyone else in, in at least one round. Um, so like that could work and then you accumulate points and you score all those points. Yeah. And maybe I, I'm not exactly sure how this, the, 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 scoring would work, but I assume like maybe first place gets four points and second place gets three points and you know, down the line. Oh, so there'd be like, there'd be a, 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 a meta scoring. Yes. Uh, mm-hmm. and th- that also, correct me if I'm wrong, but that also would mean there'd be no limit to the amount of people who could sign up. So it'd be flexible. To participate. Yeah, but I mean, the more people that sign up, the more games you have to play in order for everybody to play against everybody. No, I know, but the, the oh, format yeah. allows for whoever shows up, you can structure yes. it so that everyone can get their turn. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. And ultimately, what we can do is we maybe that first round is just really, like, is kind of long, but the second, we, we eliminate more people depending on how many people show up. Yeah, or maybe um, it's a case where that's the free play kind of mode. Is, yeah. I mean, you have that. We'd have to be able to find a way to keep track of all this, but yeah. assuming it was a big event with a lot of people and a lot of stations, yes, then you you'd just be playing a lot, and you just need to get so many wins, and you wouldn't even know what the threshold was until the end of that. Someone would go on stage and say, based on the numbers we have, it's like a grading on a curve kind of thing. It's yep. the top twenty percent or top fifty percent or whatever it is, yeah. And that way, that way, you don't give up if you don't think you're doing great, yeah. You know, and then you're just playing the game, yeah. I think that's you're like not, a qualifying round, yeah. I don't. I think that's not how it traditionally works. I think traditionally, you know, you know, understand how what ranking you need to be in yeah. order to progress. But I think it's okay if we do it this round because it's it's supposed to be fun. Yeah. Part of me is is just designing this from scratch. But like, what are the expectations that people would come in? Because I'm I'm also expecting people to come in who've never played in a tournament before yeah even though they like an, or or they're a participant in the gaming communities mm-hmm. but it, are there gonna be a lot of people like expecting it to go a certain way i can't answer that one yeah. that's a that's a question for somebody who's experienced in in, in running tournaments I've right run right a couple but like not a, a huge amount i guess that's kind of why i'm like hesitant to make the prize really big yeah because like if it's really big then people will take it seriously and they'll get really mad if you don't t- if the <laughs> tournament owners are taking seriously right well i mean we w- you would it's <clears throat> just that you wouldn't rely on anybody like it it, it could be someone randomly winning but yeah. through some luck yeah but it would be fair yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, right. no, no, no. Ultimately, it would be fair. Yeah. But I, yeah, yeah. But I don't know. People complain about anything when there's yeah. money down the line. So. I guess uh, this goes to my question earlier about yes. like sort of play acting it as a big deal, even mm-hmm. though it's not a big deal. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is sort of like my theory of competition, which is like that it's all an illusion. So let's have fun, kind of. Mm. And and I, I, the idea that we would, you know, you would have you we'd have like shoutcasters, yeah, taking it seriously. Yeah, but yeah. obviously it's not serious. Right. These are these are silly local games that are not high level competition. Yeah. Even amongst the ones that are the ones that could be the most esports friendly, yes, and everybody knows it, mm-hmm. right? But then, but the, everybody treating it like an Olympic event sh- would be fun. Okay, 
Right? You no, know, I agree with that. I agree with that. And I, having a really like high prize on the line would be fun. I, I don't know. I mean, I, I, maybe I'm, maybe I'm, maybe some people would get sour about it. But I, I, I don't know. That just seems fun to me. <laughs> I think it would be fun. I think yeah. the yeah. challenge is structuring the event and all the things leading up to the event. Mm-hmm. So that is the implicit and explicit expectation. Yeah. Yeah. Right? yeah. That's not going to just happen organically. Like you've got to design for that. And I don't know enough about event planning, I think in general, and definitely not event planning for tournaments Yeah, to know how that could be shaped. Yeah. And that's why, and, and, and that's, I guess why I'm thinking about the, you know, winning an Xbox series X or whatever. Oh, like, I do. So what, what I would like to do is yeah, like it, you'd go down to like, the last round would be the, the final two competitors mm-hmm. and then someone will win and then mm. you just give them both an Xbox. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's possible too. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like who could be mad then? That's true. I mean, the people who didn't get to that round. <laughs> yeah, but... <laughs> but no, yeah. that Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, hmm. Yeah, okay. Uh, that would... Yeah, that would that would make it... That would... Well, also, yeah, then nobody... Yeah, that's a good point actually. Then people wouldn't get salty at the end. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay, maybe we could do a bigger prize. And I do like the idea of it. Like, it doesn't have to be an Xbox. And well, I, no, I, I know. specifically talk about the cheapest Xbox. It, but it would be. It have to be something that people would be like, okay, I'll waste an hour and a half. Well, on that's this. that's the thing. If it's a ten dollar prize, like no one's gonna take it seriously, right? So right. I, I, and and you, we want we want people to take it somewhat seriously. Yeah, at yeah. At the yeah. very least. Renaissance fair tickets. Yes. Yeah. 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 Um, so, yeah, like I kind of want it to feel like if someone's spinning a big wheel and there's a big jackpot on it, mm-hmm. like it doesn't it doesn't cost them. I mean, other than time, yeah, it doesn't cost them anything to try. Okay, and if they don't get it, well, they probably weren't going to get it. You know, so like it's it's kind of hard to be. It, it's it's all upside. Is there an entrance fee? I wouldn't think so. Okay, because I, I, I don't think that we could do that. Okay. As a like, I don't think that would be enough of a. Uh, I think that would deter that would people. people from yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you would mm-hmm. normally do something like that, but because the nature of the event is promotional, right? For the games, I think you would. We wouldn't be able to. Okay. Do that. Well, that changes things. And I yeah. guess I was thinking there would be an entrance fee. Even I, if I could it was talk, like five I could be bucks. talked into it, but my my feeling is that it'll just take all comers. You know. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. I'll, you you know the entrance fee is to help run the event, but a lot of it is also used in the prize pool. Yeah. It would have so. it would it would have to be funded some other way. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, so that changes things. And if, if everybody can just like enter for free, then like if you lose, then you don't lose anything other than time. Right. So it's not a big deal. If you lose, then people won't get salty about it mm-hmm. as right. much. And also, I guess like in fighting games, some people like are professional fighting game players or, you know, in esports, professional esports, they play league and this is their a job. So like if, if the tournament is a run professionally, then they get mad about it, understandably so, because that's their livelihood. And I guess I'm thinking about it in that way too, yeah, a yeah. little bit. Um, so yeah, I think, you know, having a big prize for winning or getting second or whatever is good. I think that'll work. And I think that people will take it seriously as a result of that. So I think that's beneficial. Yeah, I think like round robin, I think also like having it round robin is good because then people get to play the game more and they can decide, they can, you know, they'll understand the game better by the end of the round. Yeah. But also they'll play the game a bunch and be like, oh, this is fun. Maybe I'll buy it. Honestly, I think one of the reasons to, to make sure that everybody who shows up gets to play a lot. Yeah. And this venue has a lot of standing stations, which mm-hmm. just makes it sort of appealing. Yeah. Is, um, with, you know, we could do another venue like it, but that's what made me think it would be really useful. Yep. Is that when the final match comes, yeah. everybody knows what to look for. Yeah. Right? Oh. Like they kind of know how the game works. So. And so they can kind of like, mm-hmm. and they're not going to be exactly experts. Yeah. But they'll kind of get a good idea because they've, you know, they've won or lost 
and they kind of know how it works. Yeah. And that could they could get swept up in it a little bit more. So the way I was thinking as of a spectator it, though, event. The way I was thinking of it though is that each round would be a different game. So the first round would be mm-hmm. elementals maybe, but the second round oh, okay. could be astral gunners or something. Um I guess I was thinking that too, but I was sort of thinking there'd be like a, a final, you know, group of four, or group of eight. Yeah. That then they would play all the games again or something. Oh. I, I don't really know. Okay. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, you in my head, I'm like, yeah, everyone plays, there's, uh, what, there's 12 games and they all play them 60 times each. Like that would just take all night. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. So we have a feedback form. We've talked about this on the show plenty of times. NiceGames.club slash feedback. Um, but I would like to hear specifically your thoughts on nice thinkings. Uh, you know, we've been doing, this is the fifth uh, nice thing we've done. Fifth, fifth, Really? Sixth. It's not. Oh. But you can go to NiceGames.club slash feedback and correct Stephen. Yes. <laughs> correct me. Um, but it is new. It is, a, it is, a, it is our, a, our newest uh, format. Exactly. Um, and I would love to hear um, your thoughts on this. Like, are we doing them? Uh, too infrequently, not not frequent enough. Um, um, is this just a way for us to work out our problems on air? <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely that. Is there some is there some value to the insights we uh, you know circle around? Yeah. Do you like them? Do you, does, does this help you think about your own like games uh, as as a side sort of benefit? You know, um, like I, I'm really curious about all of those kinds of. Uh, those kind, that kind and of what kind of things would you like to see in an episode of Nice Things? Yes. Oh, yeah. So like, you know, uh, sort of game design thoughts. Uh, what kind of guests would you like us to have on and what would you like them to talk about? What if we did some nice thinkings that you potentially put in the feedback form? That is an option, possibly. Mm. I'm not promising that, but... <laughs> <laughs> you can check nicegames.club slash feedback and mm-hmm. see what Steven has put there for you to answer. Yes. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. 
Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I think, I think it'd be helpful maybe to start defining, just, just for the sake of ideation yeah 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 maybe let's get start more specific pinning some constraints on the wall just to get ourselves like thinking further down into the logistics of it so like you mentioned mark like it something about like that would take take a long evening so you're imagining this happening on one single day i think so okay. i don't i don't know that you can get someone to come back for a second day yeah it, it's yeah. it's too much of a novelty i yeah. think but i think it can be an all it could be like an open house kind of all evening kind of thing and then the tournament happens throughout, mm. but it's really just an event where you can play games here all night. Is it an all-day thing, or is it like you know a four-hour event? I mean, I'm just thinking of myself as an adult and thinking that I, I don't want to <laughs> like you know like six to six to twelve or something. Yeah, that, that feels really long to me. Sure, but some these things do sometimes run all day, right? Yeah, um, that's kind of the nature of them. But I think for something like this, it would be an event you go to in the evening. Okay, and maybe it goes a little late, but not after midnight. Okay. You know, uh, well, th- I mean, yeah, so that's a constraint. For yes. sure. So that's a good thing to think of. And so that's I, I think like the first round and maybe most of the rounds should be like four player matches. Right. All like four player games. Ideally, maybe the last round is like is is like a two player one V one thing. What's nice about all the but, four player games in our community is that they can be played one by one on one. Yeah. At least all the ones I can think of. So yeah. that that would be a good twist. Um toward the end of the night, especially yeah. when it becomes more of a spectator event mm-hmm. as the, the yeah. Know. I, I really think that Astral Gunners is a good topper because it's, it is a competitive game in that like everybody's trying to get the high scores. Yeah. But you're not, you're not fighting. I, what's nice about Astral Gunners yeah. is that, uh, so it, it's a, it's a shoot 'em up. Yes. Um, a, a Euro style shoot 'em up. Yeah. I, I seem to recall. <laughs> no, no, um, no, no, no. My, my game is a Euro style oh, yeah, shoot 'em up. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> There's is not, but yes. Okay. Okay. I'm mixing up my subgenres. It's fine. Um, but, uh, the scores are really prominently on screen. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so you can really, <laughs> so it's actually, it's viewable in, in an interesting way. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, uh, you know, someone, uh, it could be a matter of who lasts longest could be another metric. Oh, that could work just too. Points. Yes. I'm thinking of what would be interesting to watch. Yeah. Um, um, I don't know about the last game though. I think one should be more of a head-on, you know, like a like Hyperdot uh, or Metro Nexus or mm-hmm. a game mm-hmm. where you actually do f- or Elementals, a game where you actually do fight the other players. Oh, sure. Yeah, um, has a more definitive kind of final blow to it. Potentially, um, yeah. I I guess I'm thinking of it like you can have them side by side, and you just you, like they just maybe play the first level, and maybe mm-hmm. they'd play. Well, no, maybe they played the first few levels, and then like we would count. Uh, but you'd see like their scores going up over time and you could see like who's getting a handle of it. And then maybe somebody starts picking up on like some of the intricacies of whatever character they're playing it. But I guess, I, I don't know. Um, I, I think it'd just be hype. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. It's I guess I, I'm, I'm just, but, yeah. I'm not assuming anybody 
will pay so close attention yeah. to the nuances as a spectator. That's that's kind of why I want everyone to get familiar with the game so that they'll be at least part, because I'm worried about people not being invested in a game they've only learned of tonight. Okay. Um, but I might, well, I might be underestimating gamers. I do all, well, uh, I'm, or overestimating them in their, in their tastes. Astro Gunners is very flashy too. So I yeah. think that like, it, it, at the very least, music's good. Well, for it, it it needs to be part of this because it because yes. it represents a good variety yes. of of competition types yes right a high yes. score competition direct you know like who can last the longest who can you know uh, um, who can uh, attack the others the best there's different the all the games that we all the four player games that are sort of part of the canon of the Twin City scene mm-hmm. uh, have enough different variety and all that needs to be represented I yeah. think um, I don't yeah. know that we could do. I mean, maybe five games might be the cap. Like in terms five of, games is probably the cap, and maybe that might even be short, one too many. The, yeah, um, I guess I was thinking like four rounds, three rounds is too short, right? Because that's not enough games. Yeah, uh, four rounds is probably just enough to show variety while still, you know, while still being short. Yeah, uh, or short enough to fit in an evening. Right, uh, and we're not going to do the thing the wizard did, which is the final thing is a is another game you haven't heard of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you probably shouldn't do that. Yeah. Um, Boy, wouldn't that be hype, though? Uh, <laughs> it, it really wouldn't. <laughs> uh, but I almost do like the idea yeah. of like, it, like the last round is a is a random of the game. Yeah, and like not even we know which one it is. Oh, I mean that could go wrong. Yeah, but like, <laughs> but that's yeah. kind of a funny. Or it could be that. So my thinking of, I mean, you have this sort of. Maybe this is already a system that's built, but mm. in my mind, I feel like. Everyone plays Hyperdot. Everyone plays Astral Gunners. Everyone plays Elementals. Yeah. Or whatever, whatever the, the three or four games. Yep. Or four or five or whatever it is. Yeah. And then you're left with four final contestants. Yes. And then they they play like best of five and they do one round of each of the games. Yeah. Oh. Something like that. Okay. Do you know what I mean? So it's kind of like, so because mm. part of it is like the final moment is where everyone's going to be watching. Yeah. And it was the, it's the best promotional opportunity. So all the games should be represented, I think. Sure. The only problem with that that I see is mm. that it really slows down the pacing. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say there's yeah. a lot of setup. You got to swap between all the games. What you want is you need some kind of WarioWare launcher <laughs> where, <laughs> yeah. Cause like Elementals can go quick. Hyperdot can go very quickly. Yeah. Metro Nexus can be set to go very quickly. Mm. Um, you could you could really just do a kind of a, I mean, it's doable. It is. That's what they used to do back in the days. They would make tournaments like specific builds. Yeah. Uh, for like races and stuff. Uh, uh for these kinds of things. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess they still probably yeah. do that. It's not like it's new. But I wasn't very specific in my imagination. This is this fuzzy notion of like yeah, yeah. kind of a, a, a recap of the night with the with with the the top competitors. Yes. you know. So I yeah I agree with you, Ellen, in that like I, it it does kind of the pacing would be weird. We'd have to like really plan it out. We'd have to build something in order to make that work. But it doesn't mean, it doesn't mean we couldn't do it. it. Just means we'd have to work to to get mm-hmm. it to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, just a matter of having like sixteen controllers and four. PCs and a HDMI switcher is enough, yeah. you know. So it's doable, but we could do better than that, I think. Yes. Um. Yeah. I, okay. So I, 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 it does seem like we're leaning towards like basically making this near four-player exclusive. Well, in Astro Gun, this is not four-player, but like, you know, well, yeah. Whatever. How are you thinking about how the rounds would work? Because I, I'm thinking of toward the end of the night, it yes. would be elimination. You it, eight four two winner. Yeah. 
That's that's effectively what I was thinking too. Oh, okay. Is that like you know you do the round robin and you eliminate half of the people who played or whatever yeah, yeah. based off of their points. Then you do it again. Then you do it one more time. And then that's the final four. And then that's the you know the rest of the. That's the that's the end. That's they compete in whatever games they're competing in. Yeah. At the end, and whoever wins that is the winner. Mm-hmm. That's how I was imagining it. Uh, so I think that. Well, my mind's going like a mile a minute and I can't come up with an actual <laughs> statement I want to say. <laughs> there's a lot of, there's a lot of things. All I want to do is like open up a Word doc. Yeah. And just like <laughs> get get very specific. But I'm like, I don't know how, I don't know how useful that is. And I, and I, I mean, I outed myself as like not being the person to do this, but I really want to, I really want to write all this down now. Well, okay. So, I mean, then writing all of it down just means I have ideas that I can reject later. <laughs> all right. Yes. Fair so enough. <laughs> that's perfectly fine. Yeah. Um, and we I have mean, all these. I mean, part episodes. of my scheme here was to not have to do the work, but. Oh, well, <laughs> I, somebody's got to do the work. <laughs> um, you can't just talk for an hour and then have an event. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Well, I was thinking we could talk for an hour and then Steve, Steve can plan and execute yeah. the event. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the event. Okay. So I'm going to, I'm going to describe what will happen. Just front to back just front to back all right people come in they're like wow what's this cool thing i like it so far wait <laughs> yes where are we where am i going to to the to the venue where are you going like what kind of venue i i see what she's saying like what, what so it would be um um i guess it would be sort of like i mean it would be the size of an arcade mm-hmm. like um with about 30 PCs laid out yeah. in, in on a couple of rows. There's yeah. enough space to mingle and and there's a um uh, there'll be like two rows of seats or maybe three. That was they described this to us. Yeah. Um I don't want to be too specific because we haven't made these partnerships with this, this right. thing, but it's um yeah. it, it it does seem like it it's a place you could walk around in. It doesn't ha- but it does have like a big front area with a big projector screen for like the final rounds. Yeah. Um and then it has a lot enough computers to run 20 or 30 things at at, at once. Got it. Um, so you go in this event, you immediately know, you know, this is for games. There's a bunch of people playing games and, you know, maybe practicing, trying to get better at whatever uh, indie games we have there at the time. But you like, go- is there, where's, like, is, you know, if you go as a spectator or as a contestant, do we have people encouraging everybody to sign up to con- compete? Oh, we should. What, what's the onboarding experience? We should have, uh, I, I, I imagine I would do this. <laughs> Because I'm used to it. Yeah. But we should have somebody, uh, you know, going in there going, hey, how's it going? Um, I see you're really enjoying all the medals there. Uh, you want to sign up for the tournament? Um, and then they, and you direct them to, like, the front desk or whatever. Yeah. And that's where they – You wouldn't just have everybody up. sign up? Uh, to get in? Yeah. Oh, and even to get into the event? Like, they don't have to try hard or anything. But, like, yeah. but their name's on the roster. Uh, I think that might stress folk out. Think? Okay. I think just it just being a tournament and like having to compete with other people yeah. who they don't know is probably stressful. So you need to sep- you need to yeah. kind of zone out the the just for fun area yeah. and the right? Yeah. Yeah, you would have to do that absolutely. Okay. Um so that's a good point. If you're coming as a spectator, you go to the spectator area and that's you know where people are hanging out and having a good time. Maybe there's some Powerade or whatever. What do gamers drink? Uh <laughs> 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 uh Mountain Dew, that's it, um, and um, that's where you'd hang out. But if you're here, if you're here to sign up for the tournament, you go to the front desk. I or whoever else, whoever's doing it, would direct you to the front desk, and you go over there. You put your name on there. They maybe they'd have a handle. No, maybe they no, they should have a handle. 
um, just so they can protect their identity and it's fun and it's gamer-y I mean, thing. Gamers love their handles, but I also think that's weird. But well, but the, the, that's an expectations thing. Is whatever yeah. people expect, and there, there, ha- there, surely there are standards that, that other people do events for these sorts of things. Yeah, like you take down that person's name for whatever reasons you need to, mm-hmm. but then they, you know, they can have a handle if that's how it's done. Yeah, I have to look into that because I'm not exactly sure. Yeah, um, we would get some. Presumably, we'd get some assistance from this venue because they run yes. events like this. Yes, absolutely. so we'd have some. We'd have some help with that, and ultimately, if we were to really plan this, they would be part of that conversation. Right. But let's just assume we we got we're getting nothing from them and got to plan it ourselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, you sign up, you put your handle in there, or whatever, um, and then you play some games. You try to get a better understanding of how the Astro Gunners plays, uh, what have you. Um, and then the tournament happens. Uh, then I'm like, hey, everybody, get to their places. You, this person's in it's seat A or not seat A, room A, whatever it is, station A, station A. Yeah. Uh, and and you know this, these are the four people you're competing against in this round. And then, like, they would play, and then you'd go to the next station until you've gone to all of the different stations and fought against, or maybe not gone to all of the different stations, but you fought against everybody in the venue at least once in, in one round. Um, so how many people do you think would be, like, what, I mean, presumably it would be flexible depending on who actually does show up. Yes. But maybe, let's. what's the cap? Um, Cap. Oh, gosh. Like, we talking 32 people? We talking 64 people? Uh, 64 is too many people. Because, you, I mean, you could cycle people in through the over the course of the first hour. Yeah. So you could actually and get a lot of people. There are, like, there are ways to do a pseudo-round robin thing. I can't remember what the name of the thing is. But, mm-hmm. like, if we get too many people where an active round robin where everybody has to play against everybody else is too much, mm-hmm. and maybe we should actually plan for that. Yeah. Um, then, like, we can do a pseudo-round robin thing where people play, like, a certain number of rounds. Um, sort of like a double elimination thing where you only get to play two rounds if you're not good and you lose. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah, so that's the next question is during that first round and everyone's playing the same the same game for the yes. first round yes. and they've had a chance to play it in the other games earlier in the night. Right. Um, what is the, let's say there's, Let's say there's 32 people. Okay, sure. So that seems about probably the logical maximum. Yeah, right? that seems good. And I'm just, you know, factor of two because that's how we do. Mm-hmm. Um what is the what's the process of and it's groups of four how are we scoring them who moves on how many oh uh well i i was imagining you score on based off who gets first place who survives at the end second and third fourth. i'm thinking of elementals now but maybe i shouldn't be thinking of elementals um but if you take elementals maybe that's the one we do Mm -hmm. you go first second third fourth first place gets four points second gets three points third gets two points fourth gets one point or maybe you may, uh, that should be fine. Right, right, right. Um, and then for each round of elementals, you get points based on that. Yes. Everybody plays X number of rounds. Yes. Okay. And then at the end of that, we you know you tally we tally those up on our end. Right. And we figure out their ranking. So if you get second place in every one, but everybody else wa- goes back and forth, you could still come out on top. You you, you definitely will. Yeah, that's yeah, a really yeah. good score. <laughs> right. Um. Um. Uh, so yeah, we do all that and we tally all that up, and then we, you know, we get a ranking of all of the people in it, and then based on how many people we want to eliminate, maybe it's just half. Maybe we want it, the next round to be just sixteen people. Mm-hmm. Um, we, you know, then we say these people made it to the next round, and people are, you know, sitting with bated breath, going, "Oh, is my name going to get called?" <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, so they do that. Uh, we do that, and then uh, the people who, you know, don't move on to the next thing. We encourage them to stay and play more games and hang out and talk to us about IGDA right. um, and such. Um, but otherwise, you know, you, you're not getting that Xbox. So <laughs> <laughs> so uh, then they go to the next round, and the next round is is asked 
uh, astral gunners or something. I don't sure. Know. Um, and so then you do the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, you take, you know, you, you go, you do a scoring thing. So there's uh, a bit of a flaw first. in yes. that the the game people, the game the most people will play mm-hmm. competitively anyway yeah. is the first round mm-hmm. game. Yes. Could it be that instead of playing like six rounds of elementals, yeah. you only play two? So lots of randomness is introduced because you're Uh not going to be, you know, hopefully you practiced earlier. Mm. But you play every game during that first round. Oh, it'd be a long round. Like two rounds of of each game. I do think. And then you could cycle people out because you'd have four stations of one game, four stations of another. And then people would cycle through. Oh, oh, so each station would just be a different game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You wouldn't have to switch anything. Yes. Yes, Ellen. (laughs) Um. I'm raising my hand. You in the front? Yeah. I'm not in the room. Uh Um, But yeah, so the way that you guys are talking about it, I'm hearing that there's going to be kind of like a just for fun station or area where people can come into the event and they can try some things out and play different games so that they can like experience the games even if they're not competing or if they get eliminated early on and they didn't get a chance to play a game, depending on how we structure it, mm-hmm. then they they can still hop over there and actually play. Yeah. Um, Presumably all the stations would be just for fun for like the first hour or two. Yeah. And then like when we're doing a tournament, that might we might not have a space for that. But like as we as the tournament goes on, there might be some more space for that kind of stuff. But yes, effectively, yeah, we want okay. to help. We want space for people to learn the games. Yeah, I think there'd probably at least be a couple that are always available just for anyone to play. If we, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because that was the thing that was I, I wasn't quite clear on, right? Because mm-hmm. there's there's hmm, how do I use words to say this? Because that's this is a this is a medium where you have to use words to say things. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> just because a game isn't played in by everyone in a round doesn't mean it's not featured well. Does that make sense? It like I don't know how to describe it, but like no, I I, I see what you mean. It could it, because people can play. They can play a ton of one game, and then that's not the first round game. Yeah, and so they'll. My concern is more um, the fairness, right? So oh. people who are good at one type of game but not another, because they don't know how any of these games work. Yeah, and so it kind of it 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 um it advantages the 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 oh. well rounded player. Yeah, that's okay. that's actually my main concern about it. Okay, so it's not I'm someone doesn't okay go home with that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm okay with advantaging the well-rounded player because every other tournament oh, oh, is going to oh. be giving advantage to people who aren't. That's what Mark is arguing for is the well-rounded oh, player. Okay. The yeah, way yeah. I was describing it is if you're really good at elementals, you'll make it to the second round. Probably. And if you're garbage at elementals mm. and great at the other games, you won't. And yeah. I could see that that actually being – you could be a little sour about. Yeah. Even though it's totally fair and yeah. whatever. I mean, you, nothing to complain about. But I could see that being an, an unfun experience, uh-huh. especially because it's a game you weren't very good at and you were just introduced really recently. Yeah. And you actually spent a lot of time being really good at Hyperdot. Yeah. And you didn't really get a chance to show that. Yeah, I um, think that's fair. I think that makes a lot of sense. I think we plan that in. Interesting, because you could get around that by giving by by adding something that allows some strategy to the oh. tournament. Like letting people choose which game they're playing the first round? That maybe I mean I wasn't getting I wasn't even thinking that specifically or like getting having if if you're creating some kind of score or in each round that mm-hmm. you can that can be um, normalized right mm-hmm. um, from round to round regardless of what game you're playing in yeah. each round oh, you yeah. could have a progression from you know round to round of different from one game to the next but you could also then allow people to have some sort of like one time thing that they play. Um, oh. to give themselves like an advantage on a genre that they're weak at. Oh, you know, it could be that um, 
that there's like th- as many rounds as there are games. Yep. And everybody plays in all the rounds. Yep. And then you total up your score. Yeah. But like Ellen is saying, everyone gets an opportunity to play one game twice, or sure. or some you know be matched up somehow. Um, the, you you know in order to pair players, you'd have to have some limited slots for that or whatever. But mm-hmm. it would be it would still work. And then once you do the scores, then you just get the final four or final eight. Yes. And and then yeah. and do the and do the elimination with just a small yeah. amount of people. Okay. It makes me it makes me think of like a track meet or like yeah. a yeah you're like just a playing a for points meet, right? all night. And then, then the final fifteen minutes is the is the you know sure. is the final thing that everybody watches. I think that makes exactly. sense. Exactly. I think that we can do that. I think that we shouldn't do the thing where like people get to choose whether or not they get to play a game twice. Or no, something. you'd have no. to you'd have to you'd have to make that ironclad. Yeah, I, I, it's a it's a good idea. Ellen had those to give yeah. people some something to something interesting to do, some strategy, whatever. But yeah, we couldn't. Yeah. it couldn't be that. It couldn't. There couldn't be much to it, really. Yeah. And we'd have to make sure that it was fair. Okay, so so what we're okay, so the way we're thinking of this is that people will first round they're playing elementals, everybody plays elementals. Second round is astral gunners, everybody plays astral gunners. No one gets eliminated between astral gunners and and elementals. Right. And then the third round is hyperdot, everybody plays hyperdot, no one gets eliminated. Um, fourth round is the finals, and that's when we start eliminating people, and it's just the final four at that point or something, right? Right. Okay. And then at that point, they play all three games or something. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe they could play all three games uh, best of five or something, and then – Yeah, something um, like that. And then at the end of that, whoever scores the best is the winner. Do you think we wouldn't be able to do four or five games that way? Um, I mean, if we're making everybody play all the games, it's going to take a long time because each round is going to be long. Well, I mean, not really because there's plenty of stations. The rounds won't be longer than than they would with fewer players. Yes. Well, no, it would be because. Well, I guess I'm thinking of it again in in terms of round robin, where everybody plays against everybody at least once. Um, in which case, the more players that are playing, the more games you have to play in order to play against everybody at least once. Yeah, presumably, and this is this is where the, I'm 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 comfortable with some randomness uh-huh. that um, the round robin takes place over the course of the whole night. So you don't necessarily, oh. you don't play against everybody in every game. Yeah. And that's just a, that's that's, a, that's bowing to reality. Well, yeah, literally when you're doing a double elimination thing, like that's what most tournaments, fighting game tournaments and stuff are run as it's, yeah. there's some randomness cause you don't know what uh, opponents you're going to get. Yeah. You get opponents that are really bad for your matchup or whatever. Then you just get wrecked and that's the game. Right. Um, so, yeah, I, I think that's totally fine. People accept that. Yeah. I mean, they'll be salty about it, but like, it's an accepted thing. At and this I'm, point. I'm also kind of okay with like not with. I mean, if it's if it, if I'm playing against three people every yeah. time, yeah, I probably can go through them pretty quickly. Yeah, but it, I'm also okay not only playing half the people there because okay. we're playing for points, even though it is directly competing with people. Ultimately, yeah. it's you're comparing points, and it's not exactly 100. Uh, percent You know. Uh, a deterministic. Yeah, <laughs> but, that's fine. But, and it doesn't have to be. Yeah. Um. So that's fine. Yes. Because then I, it could be, I mean, it really could be, I mean, you could devote an hour to each game and you could do four games and then the fifth round would be the final. That's five hours. Yeah. That's long. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's a, <laughs> okay. But you, I mean, you could also do 40 minutes or a half an hour for each. Um, if you, you know, we'd have to test it is what I'm saying. Yeah. Cause yeah. I don't think, cause I think it'll take longer than we're, ex- we're expecting. 
I mean, a lot of these games don't have long rounds. It's they, really a matter I, of like getting people set up. And I agree that yes, that's the stuff. problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And oftentimes it's not the game itself; it's the getting people to you know right. move and do things. And some games will take longer, so other people are waiting, and they'll go get a drink, and then they have to wait for them to come back and something. Um, yeah, you build a couple of breaks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so, but that, that 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 this all could work. I think mm-hmm. all that could work. I think all that would make sense. Yeah, I feel I feel comfortable with that. Okay. So we, 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 we've got something to work with. Yeah, it does. It sounds like, I mean, there are details, but like those are details that, you know, we'll get, uh, you know, some expert advice on and stuff. Yeah. It's, just, it's a rough shape of it. Mm-hmm. And, and yeah, at the end, it would be either the final eight or the final four, maybe directly to the final four, perhaps. Yeah. Um, depending on how long we think it would take to actually do that final sequence, um, which either could consist of like one round of each game or a random game, then a random game, then a random game yeah. going from eight to four to two. Yeah. Um, so you don't, you know, that could work. Mm. Um, there's a couple of ways to do that, but it would be easier to manage it with with fewer players. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's like 10 right ways to do that. Yes. And then you give away two Xboxes and everybody goes home happy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the goal anyways. You know, see if we can get the money for that. <laughs> Yeah, that, I think that is ultimately the thing is it, I really do see it as a promotional thing and it would have to be sponsored and it and so there would have to be some money coming in because, I mean, we could, you know, as an organization, we could front the money somehow, yeah. but that would not be an effective way to fund it Yeah, um, because that would, you know, we, we're trying to sell copies of games. We're not trying to like go in the hole right. uh, for some word of mouth. That's not effective. Yeah. Um, but I don't, yeah, I don't think it could be. But you know, maybe we could talk into that 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 it actually would be something people would pay five bucks to enter. Um, maybe I'm being a little too skittish about that. I mean, I I, I had the same instinct as you did. Uh, but I mean, it is possible that like we could you know do it and it would still be relatively successful because I think people expect, especially if it's like five dollars. I think people expect a bit of a you know an entrance fee um, to get into the tournament. Yeah, so. yeah, and that's and that I mean, even ten dollars is like well, that's worth the the entertainment you if you play. For a couple hours, yeah, uh, especially yeah. because you don't get eliminated until the end of the night. Yeah, so. you'll be playing a lot of games for yeah, free, yeah. So. so I would feel uh, I would feel very comfortable not calling that gambling. Yeah, um, but also I think players would feel pretty comfortable doing that. I mean, mm-hmm. actually, I still don't think they necessarily would, but I could I could see myself being convinced by someone who knows better that that would be perfectly fine. Yeah, yeah, we got to talk about that. But that's yeah. a good thing to bring up. Um, I'm starting to think of like my brain went off on this whole idea of like. Minnesota High School League games meet and it's just like it's like track and field except for you've got like a whole bunch of different types of games and everyone can like specialize instead of being a pole vaulter you're like a you're an elementals headbanger yeah <laughs> oh like teams well Stephen you were talking about uh, side tournaments yeah it could certainly be that that during that that, fir- that first half hour first hour where people just play whatever someone's like this is the game I like I'm just going to enter that tournament. Yeah. And that's oh. just a separate <laughs> yeah. tournament that 16 people can enter. Yeah. Or whatever. That's, yeah, that's interesting. Just for that game. Yeah. That, and maybe that's free. Mm. And, and it's a small, modest prize, but then the, the, the big prize, you know, something. Yeah. Um, that's something, too. That's an interesting idea. Or, yeah, or people could have, yeah, they could they could form five games, you know, a five person team. Yeah. You have you have 40 minutes to decide who's going to be, who's going to own each game. Yeah. You mm-hmm. know, I mean, that's that requires coordination amongst the participants. But that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's yeah, that is interesting. They and they'd have to coordinate that. We don't have to worry about that. They, but, but it would just be like teams. Well, you, 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 I mean, I think in, in terms of like making sure everyone had a good time, you'd have someone there to team people up. Who? Oh yeah, yeah. Um, yeah but sure. then it would be sort of interesting. That like you're maybe you're on a team with two of your friends and two people you've never met, 
Mm-hmm. And you know, and but you win, and now you're friends. Yeah, <laughs> I don't Aww. know. <laughs> that's a nice. That's a nice. Thought. Well, see now, what I want to do is I want to run like a tournament this way, and then do another tournament that has a totally different rule set. Yes, you know? <laughs> that's for another episode. <laughs> yeah, that's. But I mean, but, you know, if, if we if you yeah. if it becomes if it's if it's a success, you'd mm-hmm. want to do it again. Yeah, but you'd want to do it differently. Yeah, yeah. that would be kind of cool. That I would like also that. make it different from other types of tournaments, which are supposed to be the same. So there's some continuity and familiarity and it rewards that we yeah. don't want to reward that yeah because <laughs> that's yeah. not what it's for mm-hmm. you know that's yeah that's a fun idea i like that mm-hmm. uh, the tournament too yeah then we can save our good ideas we don't have to put them all into one yes <laughs> we don't have to have them fight you know <laughs> <laughs> yeah not everything has to be competitive steven <laughs> <laughs> that's our show for show notes and links on today's topics, if we can come up with anything to put in the show notes, <laughs> go to our website, nicegames.club. Visit us on Twitter, at NiceGamesClub, where Dale tweets about game dev resources and read the robotness, now on Steam. Mm-hmm. We like hearing from you, so tweet back or email us, contact at nicegames.club. Nice Games Club is on Patreon. Support the show and get stuff. Sign up at patreon.com slash nicegamesclub. And if you want to keep things more casual, just stop by nicegames.club slash discord and say hello. Next week, we'll be looking at parasocial relationships and narrative pacing. But that's it for this week. So, until we start again, remember to play nice and make nice. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.